Welcome to Spider-Verse Minute, the tri-weekly podcast where we watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse one minute at a time. I'm Sean Slater. And I'm his sister, Caroline. And today we're starting, or we're watching Minute 15, which starts Miles trying on some new pants and ends a minute later as he meets the new, the as he learns the new girl's name, or d- does he? Tries on some new pants? <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, I had to mock that for a <laughs> For those keeping track, I have named this minute Miles hits puberty and is a man. <laughs> yeah, this, this definitely, I, I really like this minute and how it shows, like, they do, they do a good job bouncing between, like, uncomfortable Miles and him kind of, like, trying to play it cool, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, the, the very first thing, well, the first thing I want to touch on is at the very beginning of the minute, we, you know, the, the time lapse ends. Um, mm-hmm. And I just want to touch on how good the time lapses are in this movie. Um, oh, there's yeah. a couple scenes with them, but like the the animators were just commenting on how hard time lapses are to do because it's not like a regular time lapse where you just record for you know 20 hours and then cut it down to x number of minutes um you actually have to like fake it because you're not mm-hmm. you know animating uh, as long of a, a shot and then just taking out parts of it you just animate the parts of the time that lapse and need. so you have to know like <laughs> oh how long should this be on or how should this get cut and so mm-hmm. yeah they, they do a very good job of um of making the the time lapses look very well uh yeah, or look they, very very good they're very good i also just imagined animators it's more specifically hand-drawn animators because the headache it would have been to have to animate like an entire day and hand drawing and all of these like little details and stuff and then have to cut some of that out for a time lapse i know this isn't hand-drawn animation but that's just what popped into my head but like, could you imagine if animators had to animate all of that and then cut it? Yeah, that would be a a huge like almost waste of time. <laughs> huge waste of time. Those animators would have gone insane. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing they you know don't do it that way. But then that also yeah. just makes it more challenging oh, yeah. to make it look good. Yeah, uh, and and like you said, they do an amazing job of making it look good. Um, and then, yeah, so once the time lapse is done, it's the morning, and we see Miles get out of bed and put on his pants, but they... They're quite a bit shorter. Yeah, he already had mm. them kind of, like, rolled up, and they were a little bit high, but this is clearly, like, you know, a couple inches shorter. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good, like, three, four inches above his sock. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas before it was, you know, halfway up his sock. Mm-hmm. Also, the, um, you know, as you know, we have another close-up of his sock, and the sock he's wearing changes. What? Um, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, in the the time lapse at night, we we see the sock that he's wearing is mm-hmm. um, a, it's the the lines at the top of it it's two red stripes mm-hmm. whereas this one that he's wearing now is a solid blue stripe so oh geez maybe... <laughs> he changed yeah. his socks at some point in the middle of the night. <laughs> i mean he changed his sock 
Um, because <laughs> it's still only a single <laughs> sock that he has on. You're right. You're um, right. And it's on the the same foot, so like it's not like oh he you know, you know put on the other sock you know found the other sock because his foot got put cold it on and, and then, lost it and then the other one fell off. But no, this is the the same foot. I, I am I am curious to see if that was like an anime. Most likely, it's an animation mistake. But part of me is kind of wondering, like, did they do that on purpose? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's so many things in this movie that are, like, done on purpose. Um, crap, not really. <laughs> Again, probably an animation mistake. I like to think that they did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. I don't know what. I want to say part of the reason I named this minute as it is is because it has one of my favorite lines in the movie. Well, it has the minute has two of my favorite lines of the movie, but it has in this part says says one of them. Uh, when Miles puts on the pants and it's like, Did my pants get shorter, and then he just says, "I think I hit puberty," <laughs> and both he and Kiki's face get this like wide look of shock. Like, Did he really just say that? <laughs> yeah. Before we go to the room, I notice that like. 13 seconds there is a frame of Genki looking back at Miles like did, did he just say that <laughs> and then going back to his work as if nothing happened yeah he, he, he looks terrified and he's like nope just play it cool go he's back like, to work pretend what? you didn't actually he's that. like what did you say <laughs> Never mind. and then I was like oh yeah I should have kept that to myself yeah <laughs> <laughs> but that it showing that sheet and we get a good view of the room so do you want to talk about what you've seen in the room yeah so the the one thing i i wasn't able to figure out is there's two posters on the wall one okay I'm guessing let me is bring Genki's. these up because i noticed the posters and you did yeah well i i mean i i noticed them i just i couldn't figure out <laughs> what they are yeah <laughs> like so they're both the one on the right seems to be Genki, so it's on Genki's side of the room and it looks like it says water, and it's like a band poster. Yeah, and and the the bottom of it looks like it it says you know the the benevolent December maybe, but I was not able to figure out what that was at all. Like I you know my Google foo failed me, um, and then same with. <laughs> And then the same thing with uh, Miles's poster on the left, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm assuming to be Miles's poster, because it's on the the left hand side. It's of on the, the left the room. hand side. It seems to be a rap poster, uh, and the reason I think that because it has that uh, parent explicit. I mean, that's not. Necessarily I know it's not. Mean it's rap. It means rap. Just but means it's, it's got explicit content. Yeah, but it's very common on rap albums, and also the look itself. It's it looks like it's a so the poster is of um. Uh, an African-American man just kind of standing there and it looks like an album cover and just kind of stand there. And the way he's standing is a very relaxed, traditional uh, hip hop stance. Yeah. And, and, you know, trying to Google, uh, you know, music album cover 28. (laughs) Not good. (laughs) I think you'll get a lot of results, but not an answer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I wasn't able to, to find either of those. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, my I'm not very familiar with music uh, and music like album covers and whatnot. 
There's very few, and it's usually with specific artists that I'm... Actually, it's really only two. I'm very familiar with Linkin Park album covers because I grew up with Linkin Park, so makes a lot of sense. And then I'm quite familiar with Panic! at the Disco album covers because I love Panic! at the Disco. So those are like the only two bands that I ever give a crap about the album covers on. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't really know what most album covers look like. Yeah. Um, there's a couple here and there that I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I know what that is, but I wouldn't be able to tell you names or yeah. albums. Something else I noticed in this shot, moving on a little bit, is um something I feel like you can relate to is that Genki has three screens set up. Yeah. I was going to bring that up. I don't know how he works like that. Because <laughs> um, it's just two monitors and a laptop. Well, no, that's fine. That's how I... I, I my, my work setup's the same way. Is, um, is Sean's, two monitors Sean's work setup is a, is a like the bat cave? No, no, I mean work work. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I, I, I have two monitors and then I, I plug my laptop uh, okay. into it to, to function as a third monitor. Um but his um again it definitely looks like he's still working on like the 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 text on the screen looks like code layout uh Mm -hmm. and so he's definitely programming something again we get a much better better look at it um Mm -hmm. and it has that typical like code kind of text on the screen um but his left monitor i believe it is is just mirroring what's on his laptop screen i know um, you that. can see like when the text is going up it's just mimicking what's on there kind of um or at least mimicking part of what's on the screen but also uh you can see his his right hand monitor a little bit better in the previous minute but it's not high enough for the laptop screen like the top of the laptop screen is going to block off the bottom part of the um that secondary monitor screen so like I don't know why he has that plugged in <laughs> somewhere else. Um, Maybe he uses it for like video games or something. Yeah, but it it just seems like a waste of energy to to um, you know have the monitor plugged in and not be using it um, in a functional way. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other thing is, I don't like his laptop is scooched up to the end of the ta- edge of the table, so his trackpad. It's just hanging off all willy nilly over the side of the <laughs> side of the computer. So like, I don't know how he's you, you know using that at all. It's, well, he might he might have a laptop like mine, which has a touch screen on it. Yeah. So I I, I guess, actually but don't still, use like my the, trackpad that often. Every now and again, depending what I'm doing, I mostly just touch the screen. Yeah, but even just the fact that it's hanging off the edge like makes it. <laughs> a little bit unstable like if his you know wrists come down at all mm-hmm. uh, whereas his hand bumps that it's gonna you know, flip the laptop up and mm-hmm. not hey, gonna Yankee be a fun has time proper typing posture did you not see him yeah I, it's still it it bothers me like why would you have it hanging off the edge like that yeah um it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> i don't like a setup uh, failure yeah. um See, I didn't yeah, even notice he, all that. I just noticed, like, oh, he has three screens going on. And then it was like, Sean's going to have a lot to say. <laughs> 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 Had even more than I thought. Well, then. <laughs> um, and then we, we go from that scene to Miles walking down the hallway. Okay, hold on. I have to point this out. So at 19 seconds, there's 
it's showing him trying to like fix his pants. Yeah. Did you notice those super small lockers in the background? Oh yeah, the the ones on the bottom there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like I'm even thinking like, oh well, maybe they're for like kids in wheelchairs or something. I'm like, no, that's even too low for them. What the heck are those lockers <laughs> used for? <laughs> like that seems ridiculous for them. Yeah, it seems like they they might be like, oh maybe if um. You know, someone who's in sports or something might get those lockers to, like, stick oh, their extra bags in, potentially. I guess, but it seems um, just so random in the middle of the hole. <laughs> yeah, it, it's definitely like, they're like, well, we have a little bit of space below this window. Let's throw some lockers in here. Let's throw some cubbies down there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's And they very... have locks on them, clearly. Like, yeah. I'm just like, who uses these? And I'm like, okay, maybe, okay, okay, I could see, like people in like wheelchairs or or handicapped in that sort of way maybe need that and i'm like yeah that still seems too small for them because now i have to bend over their wheels like that just seems that just seems abnormally low and like ridiculous size for a locker yeah it's it's definitely too low for you know even anybody sitting down to be able to yeah to, to um, get to them i mean i guess if they have any like little people at the school but even then, that just seems weird. No, there. Yeah, that's. Yeah, like it's. Th- that only comes up to like, not even hip height on a. Um, a little person. On on, no 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 on oh. like the the top of the locker only comes up to hip height on the students in the background. Yeah, it's uh, such a. Yeah, weird lockers. I just had to point that out. I'm like, who uses these? <laughs> yeah, uh, the one good thing to note though is Miles is wearing his blue socks. Um, oh good. <laughs> his his sock has the the blue stripe on them. So so he didn't change he his didn't socks. Change is his... what you're telling me. Yeah, either he didn't change them, or he just you know is smart and has um, a bunch of socks of the same style, so that he doesn't <laughs> have to worry about finding the socks that match explicitly. That is actually pretty smart, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, and you'll notice the um, right before or the the student using the. Um, the locker next to those really weird short lockers mm-hmm. is none other than the new girl. Um, and it was no, really? none other than, than Gwendolyn. Yeah. It, she's only, uh, you notice it cause you can see her ballet slippers, but she's only on screen for like maybe a second. And like part of that miles is in front of her. Oh, um, interesting. but yeah, you can see her, her at the locker, um, getting stuff from, from, uh, her locker early in the morning yeah i totally missed that i i only noticed that when i was going back to look at his i actually noticed his his socks again his his no 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 his (laughs) his shoes untied Uh um still untied and (laughs) um it's like i i was just making note of it being his left shoe again i i went i went back to check to see if it was his or to see which shoe it was because i wonder like it's his left shoe, and I'm pretty sure that's the same shoe that's been untied. Yeah. So, like, does he just have something against his left, left shoe? shoe? Does he always pick? Yeah. Does he always pick that shoe? Is it just whichever you know foot he leans down to first? He doesn't bother tying the other one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is it always the yeah. left shoe? I I think so. I I didn't check the explicitly check the other okay. minutes, but I I believe um, you know just from memory I I believe it's the the left shoe that's always untied hmm. uh that's really cool 
this actually in a little after this like literally you bring up a gag you actually told me about before i saw the movie um and it was even funnier when i saw it in person which is when <laughs> miles goes why are why is the voice in my head so loud and there's text boxes popping up next to him do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because you loved that gag when we first talked about the movie. <laughs> yeah, so we get the the captions and the inner monologue and the, the yellow boxes um, start appearing. Um, and, and again, this is when, this is really when Miles first realizes like, oh, you know, something's different um, mm-hmm. outside of just the, you know, oh, I grew, a, you know, a bunch of I inches. Hit puberty. Uh, yeah. Um, and we we get the the text boxes coming up with mm-hmm. what his his background or what his inner monologue is um and it's definitely that like oh the you know more of that language of comics coming through in the movie and i remember seeing the when, when watching the trailer um it had a couple of shots where the the text boxes were going on screen and i was like oh that's really cool you know this will be neat if they do it in a you know do it in a sparing sparing way and um you know intelligent Mm -hmm. way of how do you do the like inner monologue but also um but also keep uh keep it um sort of grounded um and yeah so this was really cool to to see Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, you definitely with the with the boxes you have to make sure you have a a, a careful balance of show don't tell. And I can easily seeing because uh, movies are a very visual medium, so you tell a lot of storytelling through visuals. Uh, and in comics, it's a it's a mix of the two, so you have to find that proper balance between it. And I think it could be it could easily be overdone because. Um, a lot of times in comics, you still have the text or the, uh, inter- internal monologue boxes, even when they're showing things. Yeah. And the other cool thing with these is that they're placed in 3d space. So like he yeah. walks in front of them and like students, you know, they don't interact with them, but they definitely, um, they definitely like can walk in front of and behind where they are. Yeah, and the one thing I noticed, too, is um, around 25 seconds, not long after this, the why is my voice, why is the voice in my head so loud, uh, Miles turns around and says, what? And I, like, it almost looks like he can see the boxes. Um, and I'm like, can he? Yeah, it's, it's a very... Like I, I think it's more just him, um, him, trying to look around and see like, is there something around here like amplifying my inner voice? But it would be really funny if he could see the, I, the, the dialogue boxes. Like, I think appear. both are possible. <laughs> Shall we move into him? Um, there's okay. There's another thing is couple minutes ago i brought up the Mm -hmm. there was like a number five on the the car oh yeah um there's a number 11 on this backpack and so we either missed six numbers um (laughs) 
like his backpack has 11 and it looks like something else is covering it um huh. but it's it's pretty centered in the the frame and so i won i i, I didn't catch any other numbers um maybe in any other scenes yeah i i haven't caught any either maybe it's code <laughs> maybe um We'll we'll have to see if we can decode all of the numbers as they appear. Yeah. Um, I hope you're keeping track of all of them because I haven't been writing them down. Yeah. Because <laughs> you usually catch them, and I don't. I don't always catch them. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, one yeah, thing yeah. I I do want to touch on is the the font that's used for the the text boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of touch on a little bit of the the history of the comic book font, um, which like people usually think of that as comic sans yeah which was actually just developed by microsoft in the 90s to mimic um the comic book font but it's not exactly the same um really as as this yeah it's it's similar but um there are you know some small differences so so does this one have its own like font title comic book font um, <laughs> not really like okay. there's some slight yeah it's mostly because so originally it was all hand drawn yeah. um like all of the lettering was done by hand mm. um and they they used a you know specific head uh pen head to keep the strokes consistent so like if you look at like times new roman or mm-hmm. a lot of fonts like on o's um the 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 top and bottom will be like a little bit thinner than mm-hmm. um the sides the, yeah the sides or yeah. you know different letters will have like depending on where the the stroke starts and stops it'll have a different width throughout whereas mm-hmm. with this font it's typically done where everything has the same um pretty much the same stroke size um and also like the difference with comic sans and and comic book font is comic sans has like a lowercase and comic book font is almost always written in In capital letters yeah Yeah. um and that's partly to just make it all of the these sort of like you know capital letters consistent uh stroke size is to um make it easier to read when it was printed on cheaper paper Mm. uh, because like the ink would kind of like expand out a little bit and like um, bleed into the, the paper and so having you know it was not having lowercase letters um, it also kept the line heights uh, the same size like a, a consistent size and you were able to make them a little bit smaller because you didn't have things hanging down over the edge of the page with like y and g hmm. that goes below the bottom line yeah i was gonna say it's also probably easier to make sense of like what's a p and what's a g yeah, it, it makes it um, partly so that they don't, you know, bleed into each other and just make it look like the, but mm-hmm. also because you can then change the, decrease the size of the, the width or the height of the lines and be able to fit more lines into the, the same spot or the that's same really space. Huh, that's really interesting. And it's it's printed on like that, that yellow background is mm-hmm. is what very old comics would or you know older comics would print their dialogue boxes or the, not their 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 monologue boxes and their caption boxes on was a like it looked like that whereas the yellow background with the black text um 
and now in, in more modern comics it'll be usually um if there's different characters on the page like the one i can always think of is in like batman or batgirl or nightwing comics um they'll stick the little like logo of whoever is talking next to it and then like Mm -hmm. kind of color that panel to be their colors so like batgirls will have a slightly more purplish tinge to it whereas nightwings will have like a bluer tinge to it um batman's is just black with white text (laughs) (laughs) no his is like a a dark black with black text um anyway back to what you yeah, were saying and then miles is walking down the hallway and it shows him uh walk back into um the the new girl mm-hmm. and, and the, again like the reason we know uh that she was at her locker earlier which how did she get there so fast <laughs> like she got oh, there yeah. she got there fast but you clearly saw her at her locker because it's She's again the ballet, <laughs> yeah she there maybe there's like it looks like, like maybe she walked past. I don't know, cause she's turning. She's facing the opposite way. How did she do that? I think there might be another hallway that she might have walked down. See, that's what I'm thinking. Um, because like when we get the front shot of Miles, like trying to to fix his pants and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, we don't see her in the background anymore. And then like a student walks in front of him, and he's further down the hallway. So I imagine he just took his time. Oh, maybe getting down the hallway. Maybe. Um, but also, um, the, the one thing I noticed was that th- there's a student that walks in front of him and then he, you know, jumps up further down the hallway. So she, you know, he could have taken his time getting through the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I noticed was it looks like he comes, like he bumps into her from the wrong way, assuming that like cut is, th- or that him turning around backwards and then bumping into her is supposed to be the same bit because he's still looking down the hallway. See, yeah, but that's how I took it. There's there's a three on the wall, and, like, it looks like this should be the right-hand side because the wall keeps going, and then it, like, cuts out into the courtyard. So it looks like – or into that, you know, area. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like he's on, you know, entering the, um, the open space area from the right-hand side. But then he bumps into her from the left hand side and it looks like he's looking down the left hand hallway now we don't see the big blue number written on the side of the wall um Mm. so i don't know like you know it could still be that but Mm -hmm. it's um it's definitely like a right hand wall that that is painted on Mm -hmm. um and and he bumps into her from the left hand side Hmm. and he's also a lot further like into the courtyard yeah i would think like you don't see the girls standing by the same wall like not really sure where they were supposed to be standing if the the wall behind the stairs juts out a little bit more or what but yeah um yeah he he definitely like i i'm still not 100 percent clear what this open space sort of looks like uh what, what this you know main entrance way uh, yeah looks I'm, like. I'm with you there i'm a little the layout of that is a little strange is a little strange. Um, but we see him bump into the new girl. Yeah. So let's talk and about this that. is where we sort of learn her name. Mm-hmm. Um. This is also where my other favorite line in this minute is where, first off, Miles being smooth. 
<laughs> yeah. His, and I made I, sure I added extra O's in my notes to make sure he actually was not. He was he was very clunky. <laughs> yeah, um, I do like he sees her and then he starts sweating a lot and both he goes, like, why, why am I sweating so, sweaty? so much? And then she immediately asks, why are you so, so sweaty? sweaty? It's a puberty thing. Yeah. I don't know why I said like he immediately like he says it so casual and he's like I don't know why I said that. Yeah, he he starts <laughs> rambling. Yeah, um, and then this is where my like, my other favorite line, also in my title, he's like, I mean, I went for puberty. Uh, I'm a man. <laughs> and he like lowers his voice, his eyes wide. It's... I love Miles <laughs> and all yeah. of his awkward glory. And this, like, being really sweaty kind of in the alternate scene from Wednesday uh, where he's having the the nightmares, it explicitly shows him, like, waking up in a cold sweat and, like, you know, his sheets got a sweat stain on it from how sweaty he was. So it's still kind of like they they bring that through through um, where he's just extra sweaty right now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I, and I do like how they, like, it still works even without it. Because it's like, oh, yeah. he's clear. Like they showed in an earlier scene that like he kind of digs this girl. Yeah, it's it's definitely a mix between that, a mix between like, oh, the new, um, like his new spider powers. Um, you know how how his his body's changing that way, um, and not because of puberty, <laughs> but because of getting powers. No, Sean, he um, clearly said it's a puberty thing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> no, he already went through puberty. He's a man now. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I want to touch on his, like, oh, I went through puberty. Or, you know, it's a puberty thing. I already went through puberty. And tying back in with his, like, it is really funny looking at how short his pants are. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. It doesn't look nearly as bad as when he first first walked in but uh or first put them on in the morning but that's probably just because he pulled his socks up extra high yeah to to hide it. yeah i don't think um, he lowered like uncuffed his pants no he didn't he, um, i don't know i wonder if he can't because i know there are yeah. a few like uniforms where they actually stitch them cuffed up so you actually can't um i don't think them. so because everybody else has are they has uncuffed theirs, in the other? Okay, I didn't know. um just unrolled so okay. i imagine he just rolled them up because that's like the style it's like, it's that he enjoys <laughs> um but I can definitely remember between like sixth and eighth grade, oh I grew gosh, like six inches or so. And so by the time I bought pants and um, by the time I would get around to wearing them, like, you know, a week and a half, two weeks, you're probably longer than that. But, you know, a little bit later, they were already too short for me, even yeah. though when we bought them, they were the right height. Yeah, um, that's I think that's when you just started wearing shorts all the time. Yeah, because those would like you can you can have like an inch or two play with shorts, and it doesn't really matter as much as with pants. Yeah. Um, and so I just gave up on pants. Yeah, I remember time. mom was so frustrated with that. Um, but it's definitely like you know I can see him pulling up his pants, realizing oh I've grown a couple inches. It must be puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I had a similar problem. Um. Where I had quite a few, yeah, a few of my pants, but especially, like, quite a few of my skirts, where I just launched in height, and, like, a lot of my skirts went from, like, knee length to me not being allowed to wear them to school. 
<laughs> because it's like it has to be fingertip length and it's like these are fingertip length oh they are not anymore these are like <laughs> at my wrist <laughs> um yeah i just kind of were like, fingertip length they, i swear they were they were like my go-to skirt for <laughs> yeah and like it, it was a lot easier for you to just be like oh no these are capris now yeah it's um, like oh no that's the up. style of the jean yeah um, and then I really liked the way Miles like was able to recover from him after like getting over this sh- like his his self shock of being like why did I just say I'm a man? Yeah, um, he's like he's why like, did I say hey, that like know. that? Yeah, he's like hey you know we're both new here and like that's something we have in common. He really knows how to turn on the the charm. Yeah, um, that's his uncle Aaron. To. <laughs> yeah, um, and then like immediately. When he's like, what's your name? And and Gwen's just like, Gwen, I shouldn't give him my real name. He's like, uh, yeah. Uh, shout out to the voice actress here. Uh, it's Haley, Haley Steinfeld, I think it is. Steinfeld, I believe Steinfeld? so. Um, you may have to correct me later when we, when we do get around to talking about her. Um, shout out to her. Because she really did the, my name's Gwend, like, just beautifully, in my opinion. Um, so, obviously, we know her name is not Gwenanda, although Miles here is Gwanda, which I think is sweet. It's like, she clearly said an E in there, but okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I like how she's like, yeah, it's African. <laughs> and then he yeah. just kind of like looks at her and, and it just but it cuts there so like we don't even get the rest of the yeah. excuse yet <laughs> um yeah um, and like you can tell she's like wait no i gotta uh, like, explain. uh play this off play this off play this off think about it think about <laughs> I'm clearly yeah I, i'm clearly not we don't african. look african yeah um yeah but she does her her like quick kind of recovery um or the beginning of her recovery is really good yeah it's fun to see her starting to stumble after Miles stumbled. Yeah. Another quick sidebar mm-hmm. that I have. I noticed the clock in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says it's 740. My which God. is, yeah, that's 10 minutes before, like, or 10 minutes after what Miles woked up, had woken up to, you know, at the beginning of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and And he's already, like, dressed and ready to go to school. Or, you know, dressed in at the school, whereas, like, before he was, like, quickly scrambling, getting on, which means he's at school, like, oh, 45 minutes early. Um, well, he also when his, lives like, at first the, he's also, begins. like, at the dorm, like, at the school's dormitory well, now. but that's, so that's what I'm saying, is, like, yeah. he's 45 minutes early, like, he didn't get to school until, like, 8.30 um, well, on the Monday, and now it's, you know, partway yeah. through the week, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna get to school 45 minutes early. Here's a theory, early. here's a theory. Maybe on that first day to, like, get kids moved back in, they move classes back? No, because this is just, like, um, the weekend. Like, it's just a... he, he oh, The, the way point. he stays good at point. the school is he's only at the school during the week and then right. goes home on the okay. weekends. Good point. So, because we were already in, like, the second week of school. You're right. Um, well, third week. So, third week. Well, yeah. Um, we had already had two weeks of school, and so okay, it was point. just... Um, yeah, maybe they have like a zeroth period or first period before school actually begins. Or maybe they offer breakfast. Yeah, maybe. Um, and he just already had it on the way, and that—that's a. Or he was heading possibility. to it. Possibility. Yeah, 
depending where they have it. Like, if it's in, like, the school cafeteria or something. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, thought that was kind of funny. That is funny. Um, but, um, yeah, so I, I wanted to bring up um, a little bit of uh, Gwen's actual backstory. Um, <laughs> Gwanda, you mean? Yeah. Uh, no, Gwen <laughs> Stacy, who, um, the, you know, this is her real introduction, sort mm-hmm. of. But one thing is that in the um, in the animators commentary, they keep calling her Wanda. And that's because her like Riggs code name was just Wanda. And so they'll be like, oh, yeah. And then Wanda did this. And like, actually, we mean Gwen um, <laughs> because they pulled it from that Gwanda joke, um, which I thought was really funny. Is they just call her Wanda. But yeah, Gwen Stacy was was introduced in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 31 in 1965. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was an undergrad with Peter at Empire State University. Um, And they, uh, I don't know how quickly they started dating, but like she became, quickly became, you know, Peter's friend. And then they started uh, dating and she was like Peter's first love in the, in the story at the time Mm -hmm. and then the they did in in the early 70s and in 1973 um there was uh, a story called the night gwen stacy died um and it was amazing spider-man 121 and 122 so you know 90 or yeah 90 issues of of her being around um they went and killed off gwen stacy Um, and this was like a massive deal at the time because she was such an integral character. Like you didn't, you know, no one was ever killed when they were that close. Um, unless they were used for like, Oh, you're the reason you're going to become a superhero. Kill the parents. Yeah, well, (laughs) But, but like that's the thing is they were never, never that important to the story. Like they were never a main character. They were just Mm -hmm. introduced to be you know, fringed then. Um, (laughs) and yeah. And so there was this, it was this really big deal. And like, she's always, um, usually one of the ones like, you know, there's only like three people that ever stay dead in comics and it's uncle Ben, Gwen Stacy, and then Batman's parents. Um, (laughs) I guess that's technically four, but, um, (laughs) but like that's, you know, she, for the, you know, next 30, 40, 40, 50 years, um, she was kind of one of those characters that just you know never really came back there was times when she came back but it was like oh it's a clone of her or something and Mm. and then you know that clone would end up getting killed off um but yeah the the writers decided to do it um because they felt that like oh her and peter's relationship was going you know not too fast but was like too far along and they didn't want him to like get married yet so they're like well guess we gotta kill her um, time to die and, yeah and then that's when they brought in uh mary jane um and started like uh hooking them two up um but yeah and, and she also <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the but... other interesting thing is is she gets killed with a fight with the green goblin 
um, in that storyline. And then mm. um, we saw Peter fighting Green Goblin in the beginning of the um, the movie. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he didn't stay dead because she's in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Too. Um, there's that. There's that. Awesome in this well. one, well, we don't know if she died in the, in this movie yet. Um, is there anything you have to say about about her background? About Gwen? Do you have anything? Yeah. Um, or just her origin or anything I might be able to answer? Not really. Uh, more just like the... I found it interesting how like, okay, so this is kind of... So in the, the um, Tobey Maguire movies, they focus more on MJ. Yeah, I, she's not introduced at all in those movies no really. like they I think, don't they, i don't even think they really reference her either no th- yeah there might be like some passing references but yeah his yeah. his movies are definitely they're definitely focused the on MJ. and then i found it interesting with the andrew garfield that they did do gwen stacy um yeah and i i i liked um emma stone yeah emma stone's portrayal of her um in that movie i also really i I enjoyed the andrew garfield movies Um, yeah i only saw i only saw the first one and um i'm not the biggest emma stone fan overall i don't really think she's that good of an actress personally uh but i will say that um the spider-man movies her gwen stacy was actually one of the first time i saw it was the first time i saw a character and not emma stone acting yeah. As weird as that sounds, but that's like a thing. I'm still not in love with the Garfield movies, but that's just more of a personal preference. Though I do I do see why people like them. Yeah, and in the second one they pull the They, they do they kill her off, the don't night they? she died. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and one of the things they, they touched on is um her dad also gets killed. Mm-hmm. Um and so she sort of dies thinking that it's peter's fault like or not peter's fault it's spider-man's fault and and doesn't know that i don't remember if she knows that he's peter at that point but she kind mm-hmm. of dies thinking that um he was the one that that killed her her dad oh. um and so there was this sort of like oh she died hating peter slash spider-man hmm. um even though he wasn't the one that did it yeah it's also interesting now i haven't seen um tom holland's spider-man movies yet that's just i just haven't uh but they also seem to be focusing on mj in this one they don't really seem to be any sort of gwen stacy references yeah and 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 gwen's also talked about like she's usually one of the the primary figures pointed to as like oh women's treatment in comics um, and how they're mm-hmm. always, you know, refrigerated and and um, and pushed to the side and treated poorly just to to use as motivation for the um, for like the male hero and like yeah. okay, gotta get motivated now because you, you know, know this like happened. A damsel in distress, sort of. Yeah, the, um, and and then Jay has fallen into that like uh, tropes a lot where she's mm-hmm. just the. Um, you know the damsel that gets kidnapped for Peter to, to, um, to save, and they've gotten a bit better with it um, in more recent times, but it still isn't, um, you know, perfect. Yeah, it's. 
Yeah, it, it, I, I've definitely have caught that here and there. Um, I guess once I, like, yeah, I can easily see that, and I do see that example pointed out a lot. I have noticed it get a little better with more of the female heroes, but, like, it's still a bit of a trope. Um, yeah, and, like, that even, was a big Even complaint. in, like, movies, even movies, I remember I've had a conversation with a few people who've even pointed out, like, Black Widow has no character. Everything she has done in those Avengers movies has been for someone else or their development, never for her own. Yeah. Um, and, and that was a big complaint in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. It was like, oh, you're just going to kill her off again. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, we've we've gone over this trope a bunch of times. We don't need to, to rehash this. Like, yeah. we, can change th- we, we can change this story. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's all I have for for this minute. Yeah, that's all I really have for this minute as well. Then join us uh, next Monday where we look at minute sixteen and see uh, what happens between Miles and Gwanda. Um, <laughs> Gwanda. <laughs> yeah. If you want to reach out to us, uh, feel free to contact us. Uh, or if you want to you know, see more of us, uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Spiderverse Min, or on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, uh, Spiderverse Minute. Um, and if you want to shoot us an email, feel free to at podcast at spidervermin.com. Thank you for joining us this week, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.